This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. If you're on the lookout for a new lash product, whether it is a lash product to grow your lashes, a lash product like a primer to make your favorite mascara even better, or one of my top-selling mascaras, 4D for volume and length, the look of fall school on lashes, or even the Twisted Epic Mascara that separates even the most itty-bitty tiny lashes, dare I say... Ibble dibble, tiny lashes. Oh, look at you. I got you. Head on over to minutewithmary.com. You have no enemies, you say. Alas, my friend, the boast is poor. He who is mingled in the fray of duty that the brave endure must have made foes. If you have none... Small is the work that you have done. You've hit no traitor on the hip. You've dashed no cup from perjured lip. You've never turned the wrong to right. You've been a coward in the fight. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast dedicated to the Crown On Netflix, so grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal. Everybody and welcome. My name's Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I cannot wait at some party mm-hmm. to say tippity toppity down with the Nazis. Yes. Can't wait. I am so excited for that. That will be a, I don't a crowning... even understand what it means. Nope, don't even know. <laughs> but it'll be a crowning achievement in my life. Kind of like when I in, in real life, I will mm-hmm. say to somebody at one point, I think I have, but I will definitely say it again. Uh, I had low expectations of you, and you certainly met them. Yes. So oh. just more, the more Tobias Menzies I can get in my life, the Seriously. better. Seriously. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Oh my goodness gracious. You know, this episode was so fun. Obviously we are watching an episode and then podcasting right about it, even though it's killing me because all I want to do is keep pushing play. But my goodness gracious, I am having a blast. Well, before we dive into this episode, of course, we wanted to remind you to subscribe to the podcast. If you're like, I cannot get enough of these two jabronis. We're not jabronis, but no. you know. If you well, I am. A- you, you're perfect. Me, no. I'm just the No, nerd. I'm certainly not. If you can't get enough, though, <laughs> head on over to maryandblake.com, and we need, need, need to take a moment to thank you, members, at jointhenerdclan.com. Remember that if you want to get a holiday card from Blake and I, you need to make sure you're the Klansman level or up. And if you want to get a holiday gift from Blake and I, you need to be a Sassanok level or up by U.S. Thanksgiving. We are so, so happy to to bring some light, to bring some levity, some Lumos in the time of Knox, as yes. we say on the Potterverse podcast that we have. Thank you so much. Once you're again. a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Let's do it. Well, the title for this one is the Bell Moral Test, which Ugh. is actually a real thing. Hold it, up, it, that that is has been confirmed. 
in in one of the many books written about really? the crown and the family and everything. It's it's a thing that actually exists. So uh, of course that it, it's named after Balmoral Castle, which is in Scotland, and so much Scotland porn. Oh my gosh, honestly, the Scotland porn in this episode is it's, it's like oh, it's on Outlander levels. It's just people just run around with their pants off. That's in basically mu- what it is. Except they need their pants on because <laughs> it's so muddy and yet lusciously green. Take me to Scotland. Take me to the castles. I know, take me everywhere. I really. One day when we're post COVID, post COVID, and when we, you know, when we're adults, we will actually find a way to get to Scotland. We're adults, and we're going as soon as possible. Yes, I know that's true. <laughs> uh, the director was Paul Whittington. You don't know that name, and that is okay because he has done many shows outside of the U.S. landscape. Okay. Uh, lots of British TV, lot like lots of um, TV miniseries in, 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 in Britain and the whole thing. So um, go and check him out uh, if you'd like. I don't know a whole ton of British TV, so I can't really relate any, any of his previous work okay. to what we've watched before. The writer, of course, was Peter Morgan, who is the showrunner as always, as we've talked about. Sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing, but I think in this case, certainly a good thing. Marvin, your Corgi's rating. What My do you got? Corgi's rating um, for this episode, I gotta tell you, yep. it's another 4.9. Okay, good. Very good. I dare... Mm, I dare say a five. Wow. I'm changing you it. You liked it. You, you're officially changing it. Yeah. This is it's going in the document, ladies going and gents. Going in the doc as a five. That's it. When you go to jointhenerdclan.com, you check out the show notes. It's official. There's yes. a there's a five there. Yes. Um wh- why do you like this better than the premiere, number one? And then what makes you change it? Ibble dibble. <laughs> exactly. That I laughed out loud. That's true. And I loved the previous episode. I love times that we get to hang out with Margaret because she often does make me laugh. And honestly, just seeing the family play these silly parlor games and hang out in Balmoral Castle, I know that it was a test on these people who didn't necessarily belong to the family. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I just had a lot of fun at the castle. Sure. I'm glad it wasn't me, but I had a lot of fun. And it kind of also reminded yes. me a lot of Downton Abbey this episode. In what way? Just of like, oh, and at this time it's dinner and you dress oh, in this, okay. you know, just the fanciness of being in one of these estates with having a timed protocol and the servants walking around trying to help you. It was just like a bunch of my favorite things combined. I love parlor games. Yep. I love the crown. I love Scotland. I love anything Downton Abbey-esque. Mm-hmm. It was just a grand time. Totally agree. Totally agree. I'm going to give this the same exact rating that I gave the premiere, which is okay. a 4.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're close, I think, in, in scores. Um, I, I just, I really love this episode uh, for all the things that it, it tries to accomplish, um, which is a lot. And I, I, if I were to look at this episode on paper, I would say that it would be messy, but it's not. No. It, it really, uh, it takes a lot of things and it takes a lot of things that it wants to say and puts it into the plot and beautifully and, and, and takes the time in doing it uh and it's funny it is genuinely funny the the fish out of water stuff uh how how almost dark almost dark comedy it is mm-hmm. um and not only that uh, like the obviously funny stuff with the fish out of water with margaret thatcher but the dark comedy of uh diana and charles knowing what's going to happen how the episode ends it it, it you're <laughs> 
you're kind of looking at it like, oh my God, please, please don't. I yes. know we said that last episode, but it's happening and it's all happening, I think, in spite of everybody. Yes. And uh, it, there's there's something darkly comedic about that. And yes. I really quite like that. All right. Uh, you're a GBG, Marvin. You're good, you're bad, and you're great. My good is Ibble Dibble. As I said, it literally made both of us laugh out loud. It just made you laugh out loud. Now, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I want to have one of these as a sound effect, either the Down with the Nazis or the Ibba Dibble thing. Just I, think, for... I think when we do the crown from now on, it will definitely be tippity-toppity Down with the Nazis. <laughs> so, uh, anytime we mention it in, yes. in any future podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, my bad is, wait, these tests are real. Like, oh, yeah. for real, real. For what? real, What? Okay, because, I mean, it's one thing when, like, you go to have dinner or you go to celebrate your first holiday or you go on your first vacation with someone who you're dating. Like, yes. you kind of know that it is a test. You not only mesh with the person who you're seeing, but, like, you got to mesh with everybody else and mm-hmm. you're fearing your way and you kind of you kind of wonder, are they testing me? You know, like, I loved um, Philip just asking her questions. Mm-hmm. You're, you, I'm used to that kind of a test, sure. but to know that there were actually other things that they would do to kind of catch people off guard and to see how they handled it, and then to know it's real? <laughs> I mean, the person who I think enjoys this the most is the queen mum. Of course. You know she lives for this. You know that the like car ride over before she and Margaret fell asleep. They were like, which test do you want to do on this bitty? <laughs> oh my God, let's totally, let's totally delay everybody so we're not dressed for dinner at six. And then we're going to do the Ibble Dibble test. <laughs> we're going to see how that works out. Yes. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, yes, that is so great. And then they laughed so much they fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> my great is Scotland. Just oh like, yeah, how could it not be? It, you know, I don't... I, don't think we're going to be spending much more time at Balmoral Castle um, in this season. I mean, heck, I would be down with it. I'd be down with hanging out in Scotland. But mm-hmm. um, Blake and I obviously podcast about Outlander. And a lot of what we love about Outlander is Scotland. We refer to it as one of the characters. In so the say we all. Absolutely. But so say we all. That's, just, I, that's, that's just a positive affirmation. Oh, that's okay. I thought just, you were yes. going to have like an Outlander sound effect. but uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm supposed to do that. Yes. I will do that next I for next episode. I appreciate you. So it just, it just made me love it. We have a dear friend of ours um, who is actually moving to Scotland and this episode just made made us think of her a lot mm-hmm. and um, just made us think of Scotland. And I'm pretty sure in our spare time we're going to be listening to just a lot of Scottish music. So, so much Scotland porn. And for those of you who want to get our holiday card or holiday gift, I'm just saying if you concur about Scotland love, yeah. just make sure you sign up for these things. <laughs> Go to the uh, the Sassanac level, the $10 level for the gift, I believe. Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, for me, my good was, uh, you know, one of the things that I didn't talk about in the last episode, which really greatly upset me, I it even talked about so it. so much. You literally laid down in bed and were like, oh my God. And I said, what? I thought there was a spider in the bed. <laughs> I forgot to mention something that I wanted to say in the podcast. It really upset me. Uh, Hold on, it, maybe. Really? I have to like, I don't think I can mimic your voice. No, you can't. No, good. It's just below my pitch level. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really upset me because it's one of those things that I always talk about anytime that I see it. Always. And it comes back again in this episode, which is bookending. Everybody knows the Mary and Blake commandment. 
if you want to get to my hot, you mm-hmm. know, you give me a good bookend. And of course, in the first episode, we have a great bookend of Charles going to see Sarah Spencer, how she comes out. And it's and then that shot is essentially recreated frame for frame yep. with Diana in how uh, Charles comes up, drives over the driveway. She, It's almost even the same exact things that are said. Yeah. Uh, and it, but it is completely different. The feel and the uh, delivery, all of it, the experience is totally different. And the same exact thing happens in this episode. Peter Morgan, I swear, listens to Marion Blake because... He must know the Mary and Blake commandment. This is two episodes in a row. I don't know if they are as in tune as the This Is Us. Probably not. Probably not. Right, but you know okay. what? My head canon will suggest that yes. he is. Uh, the Mary and Blake commandment, once again, is fulfilled. Give me a good bookend when it makes sense. And we have that here with Margaret Thatcher mm-hmm. and her cabinet. The episode begins with her taking a picture with her uh, cabinet full of old fuddy-duddies, guys that are obviously disagreeing with her. Uh, And she is wearing not a demure color, but something that is less uh, um, spectacular. Um, And in the end of the episode, we have an entirely new cabinet. All younger gentlemen, someone, they all get up and clap when she walks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is in full and complete charge, and she's wearing a much more um, noticeable uh, dress and yes. outfit. And she stands out. She, you can tell, is in charge. And I love that bookend. The bad for me was the CGI on some of the scenes, like in some of the scenery and in some of the castle. Oh, okay. Um, the CGI was really bad, but it wasn't as bad as when we saw that stag. The the stag. Which, what? The big Every one. Every time with the stag? Yes, the big one. Oh, I don't think it was that it bad, It was so Blake. bad. I felt like I was, I was watching a computer game. I, I felt really, like I was watching like Red Dead Redemption on PS, really hard, PS4. Like, deer are really hard to CGI. Remember um, Twilight? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. See it. I don't know. I just feel like animals of that regard are very difficult. I'm just saying it was... Or horses in Outlander. They did not spend a lot of money Remember on the Remember when they let all the horses budget. out? Didn't they CGI horses? No, the, or the cows. buffalo? Or the cows? Cows yeah. in Outlander. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So... I'm just saying, Blake, you need to get over the fact that animals are hard to CGI. Whatevs, whatevs. But I'm glad if, if that, that was your a, bad. If they can make a dragon look real, they can make a freaking stag look You're real. You're talking about Game of Thrones, yes. where they needed the dragons to be you know, VIP no characters. No. This That's is right. just a stag that they kill. We don't need to be emotionally invested in it. <laughs> the even great- though it's the... Even though it's pretty much Diana. The great for me, uh, actually, I would argue something else. Uh, the great for me is the little wry smile at the end of the episode from Diana, where it seems Aww. like she wants this. Like she's walking and she's like, you know, she's going away from all the people and she's trying to shy away. But that little smile, that yeah. little curling at the end seems like this is all part of what she desires. 